Hello, and welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm Susie Parker Goins. I am a channel, a teacher, a healer, and a guide. You can find me on the web at www.bluelightninghealing.com. I have links there for podcasts and videos. My podcasts from Blue Lightning Healing Meditations are available here through anchor.fm. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other places. I have a YouTube channel by the name of Susie Parker Goins, and it pretty much reflects what I put up on my podcasts. On both platforms, I upload Meditations on Mondays and my thoughts on metaphysical topics and techniques on Thursdays. And then on my Facebook page, Blue Lightning Healing, I announce my online gigs. Um, being Let's see. And the best way to contact me, that's it. The best way to contact me is through email at suzypgoins at gmail.com. So today I want to talk about energetic cords. What are they? How do they affect you? And what to do with them? First off, energy cords are channels of energetic flow between people. It doesn't matter if it's somebody who's close to you or a complete stranger. Cords can be useful or draining. They can be sent consciously or unconsciously. They can span distances and time. So even with all of this online conferencing, the video conferencing that's going on now, even through this particular podcast or any podcast, you can send cords through it or receive cords from it. Anyone can send a cord out and anyone can receive it. Some cords are consensual and then there are others that are not so much. The prime example of a cord in the physical world is the umbilical cord between a mother and a child. So when the baby is in utero, an umbilical cord is established to provide nutrients. Then the baby is born, the cord is cut. After that, an energetic attachment remains between the two, and it continues throughout life. <laughs> I kind of see that energy cords are like friend requests. Remember when you first started social media? You found all these people you know from all the aspects of your life, and you spent, sent friend requests at them all over the place, just helter-skelter. Then, after a while, after you got to see how they are now, you figured out where they were at compared to you um, in a spiritual or an energetic sense. And some resonated with you. Others, well, maybe they didn't. I mean, just because I knew them in high school doesn't mean I like them now. You know how that goes. And so you keep or delete friends after that. As your savviness about energy improves or expands, you can choose to accept or decline the energy request more effectively. You learn to tune into a person's energy with every encounter. That's part of your boundary process. I mean, yeah, it can be time consuming at the start or in a big group of people. As you practice and hone your skills, it gets easier and significantly faster. Spend some time every day cutting cords. We'll talk about that later, but do it. So we talk about 
what chords are, and it's like having a connection with somebody. Chords are a way to connect. An energy cord allows for the free exchange of energy or information, like past life information, or if somebody's got channeled information, they can send that to you. Chords are frequently two-way streets, but sometimes they're not. Some folks send out cords that will drain another person's energy. They may have ill intent. People who seem to eat up other people's power. They have been called energy vampires. They draw the life force to themselves. Kind of sounds like a movie, doesn't it? <laughs> but there are those who do that. Maybe they don't have the confidence in their own abilities, or they're bullies, or they lack respect. I mean, I hesitate to call them ego, but sometimes people are mean. And others are needy or overly dependent on you. They can be immature, or they just don't know any better. But not all cords have a negative impact. Some are from people who uplift you, and some are people you hold dear. So... Looking at the benefits of cutting cords, it's possible that if you're in a less than ideal relationship, when you cut the cords, you are releasing heavy emotions, a lot of dense energy, and you give yourself room to replace harmful habits or behaviors. It clears blockages when you cut cords, and it allows you room for healing. You have an opportunity to go free and clear of external influence. Cutting cords protects your energy from others and protects others' energy from you. Now, there are times when even positive energy can be too much. That's why taking time out of your day to cut cords can be helpful. So like when I wake up in the morning or any number of times during the night, I repeat a statement that I learned from Derek Condit of mysticalwares.net. Mysticalwares if I made, and the statement is, uh, the statement is, if I made any agreements in dream time which do not divinely align with my sole purpose, those agreements are null and void. And you can say something similar about energy cords too, like, if I have sent out or received energy cords that do not divinely align with my sole purpose, I reject them and they dissolve. Okay, so some time ago, I had a conversation with a friend about karma and cords. I'm, yeah, I'm on the side of cutting cords. I mean, say you're having a karmic lesson relationship with someone. Now, you could leave the cord in place until the lesson is learned but you know why you're going to find each other anyway if it's a karma lesson and maybe that's the reason you cut the cord because that's the lesson boundaries are karmic lessons to be sure and we have the free will to cut cords whenever we wish or need to i think that cords and how you deal with them are an integral part of establishing strong and healthy boundaries. You see, I'm a mom, so I have loads of cords attached to me either way. I found that cord cutting with my family keeps me open to growth. 
it also releases some of my knee-jerk reactions to things. And now, since my kids are older and more independent, I find myself cutting cords to them more graciously. It helps me to breathe and to not feel overwhelmed. And again, it has improved my reaction to stuff significantly. So it's not a question of whether someone is loved anymore. You can still love someone and cut their cords. I mean, say in this time of isolation, you're the parent of a toddler and there are cords that come, that go flying around in that relationship. If you take time to cut the cords, it doesn't mean you're leaving your toddler unattended or unparented. It means you're removing that energetic exchange that can happen so quickly. You still love the kid, so it's okay to cut the cords. They're going to put them back in. That's the nature of, of children. But it also allows another person to have independence from you. And that's part of the maturing process needed for spiritual growth. Buddhists, they are proponents of detachment. They detach from everything they can. It's part of their quest for inner, inner peace. So as I stated earlier, some courts are draining, such as energy vampires or those who feed off of you and your light and you're exhausted by the exchanges. These cords, you gotta cut time and again. And that person usually continues to send cords out. Well, persist and cut the cords. I mean, truly, after a while, they'll stop. Like when you start responding to a narcissist with, yeah, whatever, they're gonna find somebody else. But those are cords that can be like shackles or ropes that hold you back. You gotta keep cutting cords. I'm currently in a situation in a volunteer position where I've been there for a while and I have people who depend on me to know everything. And, you know, next year, my youngest is going to be a senior. Maybe she'll be on campus. Maybe she won't. But the volunteers, workers I work with, they send cords all the time. And I'm ready to move on from that gig. They keep pulling me back. And so part of the cord cutting process will get them to be more confident in their knowledge and to allow me to move on so somebody else can can level up that particular gig. But as I see it energetically, to be able to move freely without cords holding you back, it gives you free will to choose where you go and how you get there. Energy cords can connect to anywhere in your body. You know, just take a moment and do a scan on your body. You know, um, like the, 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 those laser lights that you see on science fiction shows that are just that. Just do a scan and you'll see a blip. It's like, oh, look, that one in my shoulder, that's connected to, oh, me taking on responsibilities I don't need to. Whose cord is that? Well, I'm going to cut that and return the energy to them. And you can do that all over. A good, um, a good rule of thumb is that if you feel something a cord that's on your back, that's a cord that's been sent to you from someone else. 
And if you feel a cord coming off your front, well, that's a cord you've sent out. So how do you handle these cords? How do you deal with them? Well, the first point of order is to be aware of them. That's where scanning your body for them comes into play. You get more conscientious about what cords you take out and, and certainly what cords you send out. Believe me, awareness is the start of everything. So an added bonus that once you identify cords on you, you get to figure out where the cords are from. Talk to the cords. What's their lesson? Who are they from? And when you get that information, you learn the lesson and you integrate it, you can release it so much easier. So cutting your cords, it's a good thing. You become aware of the number of energy cords you have attached to you. That's part of that awareness process. And then once you clear yourself of cords, you can start to shield. I have a podcast related to shielding and the infinity breath is one where you develop a sphere of divinity around you. I recommend that you go back and check those out and that will give you some more information. Um, setting up things with intention. That's what setting up your, you can, that's an easy way to set up protection or your iron. Your, your armor is to use your intention. Uh, la, la, la. So when you cut energy cords, what do you do with them? You can have the cords return to the individuals involved, or you can direct these raw ends of energy cords to the divine or to Mother Earth, or I'm beginning to really like the idea of energy cords dissolving back to the universe. But it's up to you. It's free will. So go back to my Monday um, upload and there is a very in-depth cord meditate, cord cutting meditation I highly recommend. Well, because that's it. But real quickly, what you do is that you calm yourself, center, and then you ask to see the cords that come that are coming off behind you. And you can either squish them together and cut them with a physical hacking motion, or you can just say, I dissolve those. Those are no longer part of me. They're not in my divine purpose. And I release them. And then you do the same with the front. I ask to see the cords that come off from the front of me. And I dissolve them, return them to the universe. And then you set up that armor, that energetic armor, to prevent people from putting those cords back onto you. Um, if you find in your scanning that you see some sort of hole or void in your energy, pack it in with divine light, whether it's, I, I like blue and gold energy that you pack in those things with. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much all I have on energy cords for today. Um, email me if you have any questions. I refer you back to my Monday meditation, which will have a very in-depth, like a 20-minute meditation. And cool. Yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a lovely day. And until next time, blessings. <laughs>